Hello and welcome to what I hope is the first of many podcasts regarding Halifax Town, the chairman of Halifax Town, should I say, and non-league football. As a whole, I've tried to start a podcast series before. I did fall out of the rhythm at the time. Um, basically, life got in the way, but now I'm hoping that I can find that space to actually do these podcasts at the very least weekly. We'll see how it goes on during the 2022-23 season, starting now just so I can iron out any real problems that I have while it's pre-season rather than having to deal with them once the season gets up and running. So, news first, it'll be something that we all know about. Jack Hunter, a signed midfielder from Gateshead, former Newcastle and Blythe player. Also, a lot of positive messages from current players at Gateshead alongside supporters. A lot of them using the word best, all the best, best player I've played with, best man ever, best brother, all that kind of stuff. So it comes obviously with a great reputation with Martin Woods leaving the club. Obviously we've we've brought in another midfielder to go alongside at the moment, Kieran Green, Anki and Spence, who have had their contract extensions either triggered and have took up that option or were already under contract. Matty Warburton and Sam Johnson also in that list. Fixtures have officially been announced now by the Vanarama National League. They are to be released on the 6th of July with the regular season ending on the 29th of April they've penciled in Tuesday the 2nd of May as the first playoff eliminator round 5th versus 6th the day after Wednesday the 3rd we'll see the second eliminator round 4th versus 7th that was the game obviously Town played in last season versus Chesterfield before then that coming Sunday the 7th at the moment they have both games both semi-finals being played on the same day I'll take it that'll be with different times uh, with BT Sport continuing to bring live games from the league before the final which at the moment is on Saturday the 13th of May playoff final venue to be confirmed no concrete dates on your FA Cup or FA Trophy just yet in terms of just focusing in, in focusing in sorry should I say on town we tend to come into the FA Cup sort of one of the last weeks in October, first week in November, and we come in to the FA Trophy in what has over the years been the first round proper. I think it's now the third round. Whatever it's going to be labelled as, town tend to come in on the first weekend of December. Um, so obviously there's no real rush yet <laughs> to know uh, to know them dates because they tend to be those same things. Uh, I'm sure as always when the fixtures come out, we'll more than likely be away at somewhere like Dorking, Maidstone or Maidenhead. We always seem to start away down south. You know, the the festive double header should be York home and away. We'll probably get Gateshead before, you know, on the final day of the season, I'm sure we'll somehow find ourselves away from home once more. Just means we've got to get our business at home done earlier if we're going to carry on our superb form at home, obviously we had the best home form record in the in the uh, National League last season. I think we had the 8th or ninth best away uh, form, however, so that's you know, how you finish fourth. Um, but yeah, there you go. Obviously we've come off the back of a great season. We've had a few players leave. We all know who they are. Billy Waters has, of course, joined Pete Wilde up at Barrow. Um, first 20 goal a season striker that Halifax Town have had since 2014 with Lee Gregory uh, and yeah 
I suppose all the best to Billy Waters and to Pete Wilde up at Barrow. I mean, it seemed like town we're going to have another, in inverted commas, um, tricky, shall we say, pre-season. But the club has announced and the club got its business done very early this time. Within a week, we had Chris Millington announced as our first team manager. I can't see it going any other way than it being a success. And obviously, I wish, it, I wish him every ounce of luck that he can get Chris Millington. He spoke, obviously, in his excellent uh, phone interviews and uh, Zoom calls with Rohit Baines, who's involved with at FCHT Online. They've been excellent interviews, been very, very insightful. You know, but we again, Chris Millington's, you know, whoever's met him face-to-face, obviously nobody has a bad word to say about him. We all know he's a, he's a top bloke, a football man, whatever, you know, all those all those kind of uh, tags you can attach to him. So, yeah, as I say, wish him all the very best of luck. Every player, I think, whose one-year extensions could be triggered or they had the option to sign on another year have done so. I know the, the main ones were Kean Spence, Jess Deborah. I think Kieran Green may have been one of those players. Sam Johnson and Matty Warburton were already signed up for next season. So, there's a little bit of news coming out now. Regarding Jess Debris, the Sun Football has already written an article that seems to say it's signed, sealed and delivered that Jess Debra is off to Huddersfield Town, obviously West Yorkshire neighbours up in the Championship, Championship playoff finalists. Um, he's had his contract extended, they're going to have to pay a fee for him. I, you know, I don't think our club's going to let him go on the cheap, they are going to have to give him what they feel he's worth, I'm sure that there'll be a few add-ons thrown in there also and little clauses a bit like with maybe with Vardy I mean we all know how good Jess Deborah is you know there's no point in me going on about his he's, he's sort of the complete package um say so the Suns Alan Nixon almost writes it in a style that it's signed sealed and delivered however today Stephen Chicken who is the Huddersfield Town correspondent for Yorkshire Live via the Examiner Live has sort of thrown water on that at the moment saying it's it's not it's not a hundred percent over the line. There may be that interest there, but it's it's not official, which is, of course, true. It isn't. Um, general vibe seems to be Huddersfield are going to sign him to loan him out to maybe League One, League Two, just see how it goes. I mean, it's like what we've done with Jamie Cook, haven't we? We've we we signed him from Colne. That's probably how we've ended up there this preseason. More to come as this podcast goes on. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll probably buy him and loan him out like we've done with Jamie Cook last season. I'm looking forward to see him, seeing him hopefully in Halifax Town shirt this season. Him and Sam McClintock. Everybody seems to have forgotten about Sam because we signed him and um, and again he's been. I think we signed him and just loaned him straight back out to was it Alva Church we've signed him from I believe. Uh, we signed him and just loaned him straight back until the end of the season. So we may see him feature a lot more. Surely we're going to see something of these two during our pre-season friendlies um, but yeah all the best to Jess Deborah. I mean obviously it goes without saying I hope he stays with our club you know for me personally I feel he maybe needs another year with town in the same way that you know Kieran Greens give us another spectacular year this year and Kean Spence has again kicked on from the few games he played the season before last I just feel Deborah maybe needs to do it again even oh dare I even say even if it's just up to January and then somebody might come in for him I mean it looks like it's going to be Huddersfield um, 
a club that's, by all accounts, from rumours over the years, the last ten years has sort of steered well clear of of Halifax Town. There's a famous rumour that Lee Clark was very big-headed about about signing Vardy or maybe not signing him, but he he seemed to think he could give us hardly anything for him, and and we should be grateful. A bit like Stockport County making that derisory twenty-five thousand pound offer. Um, and I know Clark also was very. Why would we loan players out to Halifax when they're in such a low league? I mean, we were in the we were in the Conference North, and there's there's been plenty of Huddersfield players since that have gone down to that level. Luke Waterfall, certainly amongst them, one of them. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Relationships from that rumor mill would suggest that you know relationships between ourselves aren't aren't that good, but. If Deborah goes to Huddersfield, I wish him every success. He's had a fantastic year with us. Actually, anyone who's seen him, obviously town supporters, we all know what he's about. He's the complete package, isn't he? You know, he can head, he's physical, he's got, he's pretty good on the ball. Um, you know, I, I personally, I think he needs maybe another year. That means we would lose him for free. Maybe we are trying to cash in, as it is with this. You know, one-year contract extension, knowing that could maybe get a little bit of money for him this year. Um, I mean, who knows? It's I don't run the club, but there you go. So we've lost Niall Mar. Um, you know, he's left the club. With there's no official word on where he's gone. The sixth all-time appearance holder since August 2008 with 170 appearances, and he got eight goals. Brought in by Fullerton, somebody he knew from his Bolton Wanderers days. Played in a lot of different positions, defensive midfield. But first, the first, the first time I remember spotting him in at centre back was uh, Brownie. Matt Brown had got injured prior to AFC Fylde, who at the time had Danny Rowe, and I thought it's this is one particular head-to-head I'm going to keep a close eye on tonight. Niall Mar against Danny Rowe. He didn't give him a sniff. On that night, unfortunately, as the football gods do, they've balanced it out, haven't they? And Danny Rose scored that near post header for Chesterfield uh, in the playoff quarter final before that being the end of his his season. Um, but yeah, what a game he had up against Rowe back in it was a Tuesday night, I think it was September 2018, 2nd or 3rd of September, maybe. In there, it was a Tuesday night game. Anyway, down the chain, he had a spectacular game up against him before going back into defensive midfield. It's been exceptional since he's come in at centre back. Obviously played right back, and yeah, he's been a, he's been a good servant to the club, and of course he deserves all the best. And his family that have supported him and have come to games every week. Obviously, there's been plenty of love and praise for them from people that have known him or seen him. Shea Flea. Uh, and Rob Brown and all those kind of boys that follow Halifax Town up and down the country. Obviously, as I say, a lot of good good luck messages and heartfelt messages between them and Mars family. And then moving on to pre-season now, we've got Colne and we've got Farsley Celtic away. I think maybe Colne might have been organised through you know, us acquiring Jamie Cook. It's a new group, a new group, sorry. It's a new ground for those that are interested in watching Halifax at different grounds. So we say like your Shea Fleas and Robs of the Halifax Town world and beyond. Yeah, it's a new ground to watch Halifax Town at. Um, if hopefully it's a game I'll be able to go to. I'm not entirely sure how it's going to fall for me in my personal life. Then we go to Farsley Celtic, a club 
we've started playing regularly in pre-season. You know, not a bad ground, you know, to watch town at. It's always nice weather as it is in pre-season. It's just, you know, everybody's excited to get back out. They see who's on trial, get a first look at new players, see players like Jamie Cook and Sam McClintock. McClintock. I'm sure they'll feature as much as possible in those games. Obviously, it'll be a first chance for a lot of us to see them in a Halifax Town shirt. And, yeah, just got to look forward to them pre-season friendlies. The Fleetwood Town development squad game being behind closed doors it hasn't it doesn't seem to have upset me as much as it's as it's upset it seems to have not upset that's not the word to use it's it's not made me question oh why is it behind closed doors it's it's going to be like almost a glorified training game that it, we're not playing Fleetwood Town now we're playing their development squad so you know we, we'll probably play some of our youngsters um, depends on who's left. Obviously, we we play people. Last season, we had players like Sam Essien who scored against um, Selby Town. Was it? Did we play Selby? Scored in a three-one win. Off the top of my head, uh, it is difficult to remember. I'm sure it was a, York, a North Yorkshire club. I think it was definitely a three-one win. Uh, you know, Sam Essien played in that game, and was it Musab? Aliu, I think I'm going to say that name wrong, Rion Donka, we might see players like that play in the Fleetwood Town development squad, I just, I don't know, it's all up to Chris Millington, isn't it? Um, but judging by his phone interview last night with Rohit, it sounds like everything's sorted on the pre-season friendly games front um, the general tone from that was that Millington had to make a few tweaks that he felt he had to make as manager from what was already a pre-season schedule that we're building. Um, so I think it's just a case of they're um, dotting the I's and crossing the T's and then they'll be able to officially announce our, you know, our pre-season games. Hopefully we can get one on the Shea at some point. But again, it's we've got the rest period for the pitch and there's a lot of factors thrown in, in pre-season. Um, and yeah, it's... It's it's been good so far, as, as I was saying earlier in the podcast. It's good to to hear news early about contracts, players leaving. You know, we we usually we've been a club that sort of the first of July has been like the date to mark on your calendar, first of July onwards to even find out first friendlies. So you know, it it's good that the club are getting news out there. We've we've obviously got the new away kit that's had mixed reviews, that yellow and white one. I personally like it. I, th- I think it'll be a nice away kit. Um, I did vote for option one, though, um, in that poll. I know a few fans have um, pointed out that that poll on Twitter was overwhelmingly for option one. The club have obviously replied saying that you could email in. There were different ways you could vote. And in the end, it was option two. And, yeah, whichever shirt won, surely, you know, they're both, they're both good. Since we've took on Adidas as our kit suppliers from the 2014-15 season I don't think we've had a bad shirt from Adidas, I mean we've had those like bright pink purple numbers, I don't. I think they look quite nice as away shirts obviously as home shirts are always going to be a variation of blue and white and yeah I have absolutely no argument with having Adidas as our our supplier of kits and stuff I mean and forever and a day the pictures the videos, the medias of Halifax Town 
winning the cup at Wembley will be in an Adidas kit. Uh, a very, very nice Adidas kit, may I add also. The one time I don't think it had any white on it, it was like a yellow and black, uh, not yellow, sorry, it was a blue and black, more of a blue and black number with just a bit of white trim around it. I'm sort of half looking through my uh, tops now just to look at it. Oh yeah, it did have a little bit more white on it than what I thought it did. Actually, the three Adidas stripes down the shoulders were white and it had a white diagonal band above the traditional royal blue and below like a navy blue strip so yeah i i think i i, I personally think that that new away shirt looks looks fine i mean there's i mean how many clubs are we not going to be able to wear it against Torquay, and that's probably it maybe teams that play in white i don't i, I don't know we're going to have a third kit obviously And yeah, I don't have what else really to add at this moment. Of course, just stay tuned to my own personal social media day by day and bringing the appearances, goals, minutes played by each player this season. Tomorrow, I'm just going to quickly look who it'll be. It was Jess Deborah, funnily enough, today. Um, just trying to see who it's going to be. Tomorrow, it'll be Luke Summerfield, a man that we haven't heard a lot about this pre season yet. Jamie Allen. Jerry McDonough's still to be done. Elliot Newby is a low knee. Zach Durnley, Jack Vale, Jay Ben, Jamie Thomas, Matty Stenson, Javid Swaby Navin, Martin, Aaron Martin, sorry, Pierce Bird, Tom Scott, Dom Tia. He made two appearances before he left for Geisley. And then you've got all the lads that were involved in those West Riding County Cup games I was mentioning Ben Darby, Tom Unayatovic. Sam Essien, obviously a goal scorer in one of those games. Emerson Cox, Musab, Aliou, Rafa Day, Dan Hernandez, Jake Hemingway, Patrick Taylor, Frankie Sinfield, Lucas Schofield, who, judging by his highlights reel and a few farewells, has moved on from the club now. And finally, Rion Donker. We've also got, obviously, goals of the day at the moment. I'm just trying to keep my own account ticking over over pre-season, obviously retweeting anything of importance to do with Halifax Town and football in a wider sense but yeah try to do that that'll keep us that'll keep my account occupied for at least another two weeks from doing it player by player I'll probably bunch all the West Riding County Cup players together we've also got goals of the day coming through and I must thank Richard Caton or Caton I always forget <laughs> he's at Skirk at Shed Archive on Twitter and he's also on the shamen.net forum uh, for sending me all the, you know, the the match highlights, goals, bits of interviews that he sent, he sent me a few years back over a hundred gigabytes of data there, video, you know, files and data. Uh, it's been absolutely priceless to what I do. The goal of the day today was Lewis Colleen scoring at Chester in the FA Trophy in January 2004. I'm sure, many of you follow my socials. They'll be on my Instagram. I'm also on Snapchat, TikTok all the medias but yeah things are good things look good this pre-season hope you know we don't get shot in the foot or there's there's a real anti-climax um to this but yeah things are good at the minute communication from the club's been good it's a shame that the club website's gone down at a time when people want to be buying season tickets and looking to get a bit of merchandise but you know i, I don't i i just can't comment either way because i'm not involved in any of it it's it's just <laughs> 
just such a shame it's gone down now when you really, really need your club shop. But there'll be nobody more frustrated than the club that that's happened. They, you know, they're not going to purposely make it as awkward as possible to do that. They want, they're going to want people to buy merch. They're going to want people to buy season tickets. You know, maybe the demand's been so high it's crashed the servers and they're having to reset them. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean... Just all keep your ears to the ground regarding the club. It's all going to come through at FCHT online, probably through Tom Scargill. The 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 pair of them, are, the pair of the accounts are usually pretty quick to to bring news out when it's available. Uh, and yeah, just just stay tuned to all the medias you can to do with Halifax Town. Um, stay away from the non-league in the no accounts that just throw around transfers willy-nilly and stuff. Just ignore them. Just, just ignore accounts like that. Um, they don't do you any good to, to, to read into them or to think anything to them. They spring up every year and they get none of they get none of the predictions right. Or any of they get a prediction right, they've just thrown it together and you know a broken clock's right twice a day basically. Stick to your reliable sources. You know the courier, the the club. The supporters club, give the supporters club a follow. Give all Halifax Town accounts you can a follow. All follow one another on socials. Let's get talking about town. Obviously there's some strong opinions going around, etc. That's just that's just how it is. And yeah, hopefully there'll be more of these podcasts to come. I hope you can support it with a, with a few donations. It's all just going to go towards making the podcast better. Um, I'm going to, I'm trying to, or I'm going to, once this podcast is finished, I'm going to talk to a few people within the club, supporters club, see if we can set up something through them. Hopefully this, this podcast will be able to benefit them in some way. And, and yeah, up the town. <laughs> I can't wait for the new season to start and just see how Chris Millington goes, see how the new players play. See if the existing players will bring the excellent form that they finished last season in. And yeah, all the best to, to our club, basically, in everything that they do.